Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It's Monday, September 17. I do. I love Mondays, actually. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky Oliveira, And I'm Jafet Oliveira. And yeah, Monday's good too. Monday's a good day for me. I don't have to drive anywhere. Hey, that's great. I don't have to drive anywhere. I probably won't leave the house. (laughs) (laughs) I will. I'll run at least. I will leave the house on foot. There is a nice moment when you actually do not need to drive anywhere. I do agree. Yeah, I love that. It's kind of like, oh, wow. That's so fantastic. All right. Let's pray. Let's pray for today for the non-driving day for you. All right. Heavenly Father, just great for today. Uh, Thank you for all that you've done. Thank you for the blessing. Thank you for sleep last night. Thank you for the blessing of today. As we read this passage again, we ask for insight. We ask for application. We ask for the ability to be able to pause for a little bit, to reflect a little bit, to be able to look for new ways to see this text with fresh eyes. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, it's Monday, so that's New Living Translation, the NLT. I'm reading again from Romans 8, 31 through 39. Subtitle here is, Nothing Can Separate Us from God's Love. What shall we say about such wonderful things as these? If God is for us, who can ever be against us? Since he did not spare even his own son, but gave him up for us all, won't he also give us everything else? Who dares accuse us whom God has chosen for his own? No one, for God himself has given us right standing with himself. Who then will condemn us? No one. For Christ Jesus died for us and was raised to life for us, and he is sitting in the place of honor at God's right hand, pleading for us. Can anything ever separate us from God, from Christ's love? Does it mean he no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity, or are persecuted or hungry or destitute or in danger or threatened with death? As the scriptures say, for your sake, we are killed every day. We are being slaughtered like sheep. No, despite all these things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loves us, who loved us. And I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love, neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow, not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or in the earth below, indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. Hmm. Good, good. All right, so uh, let's look at the question for today uh, on Monday. And uh, it is uh, one, two questions. So here it goes. Besides Jesus, who is the most defining voice in your life? Are you happy with that influence or is it something you would like to intentionally change? I think you should go first with that one. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Thanks for letting me know. Good. <laughs> that was just an FYI. Yeah, I know. Good. Why should it always be me after all? I know. It should never be you. Mm-mm. That's good. All right. Besides Jesus, who's the most defining voice in your life? Um, hmm. I think it actually varies on the stage of my life. So I think that... Uh, How about try right now? Right now? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. My little voice is in my head. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. I, I wasn't I think kidding, that, though. No, I actually think that <laughs> I think that's actually difficult right now to think of like defining voices outside. Like, are there people? No, not really. There are there are community that I listen to, but uh, truly, I, I would say that uh, I don't know. It's I read a lot of different books, and maybe it's through the books that I kind of process all those voices in my head. 
Yeah, I don't so know. So I don't have like one voice. voice. It makes it sound it's almost a, as if you have like a like a guru or someone. Yeah, I don't have a, I, I don't have a that. single mentor that I sit down with and no. bounce an idea off and say, "Hey, do that anymore." When I was young, I did. Uh, you know, Victor I mean, my Holbert dad. I talked to my dad often. My my Farland. dad, my brother. Yeah. Those are defining mm-hmm. voices in my life. My yeah. mom, um, different friends, I suppose. But yeah, I would say probably. Majority would be the voice inside my head, and I don't mean like a crazy person, but I mean that. Good. Yeah, no, <laughs> I mean that's the what voice I, that's that everybody I mean. has in their head, the, the you that talks to you. And yeah, I mean, uh, the other than you know what I'm processing with God and processing with lots of people all the time, because I, I like to share what's going on in my head all the time with everybody. So. Oh, I do not. Oh, I do. Hmm. Yeah. I actually think that's good for me uh, because the ideas, uh, I repeat the ideas and it's also a way for me to cast vision. Uh, It's also a way for me to hear back whether the vision actually has uh, a little bit of a groundswell with it sometimes and uh, to create a little bit of energy. Yeah, so so you have different things going on in your head than I I do. do. (laughs) Mine would not be the kinds of things that it would be useful to share. It's what I'm doing. I'm trying to create a movement. Yeah. I know for most people who are not trying to create a movement. Everybody's trying to create a movement. Uh, they're not. Come on. No. Come on. No. Everybody wants to be I part of a movement. I am definitely not trying to create a movement. I mean, I want to see Adventism grow and I want to see my tribe oh, yeah. change. I'm happy for you about that. Yeah. That's, that's super nice. I want but to redefine many it. People, yeah. Many people are just kind of, I don't know, trying to do smaller things. Yeah, smaller things. Mm-hmm. That's a small thing too. Surviving. Mm-hmm. Surviving. Okay. Yeah. Fair yeah, getting through the day, getting the things done. On, Boiling the water. On Wednesday, sure. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's as simple as that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I was going to ask you something else about the text. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, I'm kind of done you with like, that question. You like, I don't you have like the, you like the NLT version of it? Well, not specifically. I mean, I liked it, yes. But I was wondering about, in both cases, it quotes from a scripture. It appears to be Psalms. Yes, For your right. sake, we are killed every day. We are being slaughtered like sheep. What is the purpose of that insertion here? Paul's lonely. No, but I mean, no, why, no, I'm why is kidding. he <laughs> saying that? Okay, he's asking the question. Yeah, Does it yeah. mean that God no longer loves us if we have all these problems? And then he inserts, as the scriptures say, for your sake, we are killed every day. We're being slaughtered like sheep. Is he referring to it's actually a, people complaining about? It's a famous psalm. So it is psalm, and it's it's Psalm 44, verse 22. That doesn't ha- I can see that. Yeah, but it says it down here. I want here. to know what it means. Um, I'm going to tell you. Thank you. I'm going to get there uh, slowly, surely. Uh, And so, and this particular psalm is actually a psalm of complaint to God in the middle of suffering when I've done nothing wrong. Okay. So that's the key. The key is that uh, sometimes we suffer because we've done something wrong. In this case here, Israel had done nothing wrong and yet they were suffering. And so they complained to God. When we say they, Israel specifically means King David, right? Oh, I I actually got to check that. I'll have to read that and check that. For your sake, we are killed every day. And it's also just funny to me that Paul says, as the scriptures say, because of course he didn't realize that he was the scriptures. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that's great. That's great. "Mm." Yeah, as it is written. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. then he actually became, as it is written, 
Yeah. Oh, that's great. I like that. Uh-huh. I like that a lot. Uh, no, it's, it, that's really good. I like that. Yeah, because, you know, it's true. I don't think that Paul, when he was writing, was thinking, I am now writing the but word of God. But what he's saying here, he's talking about how people have complained about this mm-hmm. and felt that they were being abandoned, but in it's, fact they were not. Actually, Is that yeah, what he's trying to... It's a really big idea that Paul's going to bring up. He brings this up in Colossians as well. Um, at the beginning, I think, chapter... I think it's in chapter one, at the beginning of chapter one there, where he talks about that we rejoice in suffering. Uh, and uh, remember, we, we, he talked about this earlier in the chapter as well, where he talks about the idea that we can we can praise God through suffering, and that through suffering we learn about God. So there's this really huge idea in Christianity and within Judaism as well, that God saves us despite our suffering, uh, and through all of this, God pulls us through this. So he's saying, look, nothing, including suffering, is going to stop you. Mm. So Paul says, and for us, you know, when we look... Um, I liked, for instance, yesterday in the, was it yesterday? Yeah, in the ESV version where it says at the beginning, if God is for us. And today it says, if God is for us as well, it uses that same phrase. I like that one because it means a lot to him. For us, you know, maybe there's not that kind of days, but Paul went through all sorts of persecution. I mean, real, like head on stuff. So he's like, man, he's like attacked, abused, uh, pushed aside. And I think for him... This passage is like the, the kind of like the end of the whole story saying, hey, look, let me tell you everything. If I pull it all together, I'm just like on fire with joy that God is saying, despite all that I go through, he is with us. and Nothing's going to stop us. So it's pretty fantastic. I like that. That's good. So, hey, think about this question today then. Uh, where is it here again? Let me see. Besides Jesus, who's the most defining voice in your life? Are you happy with that impact? with that influence or is it something you'd like to intentionally change process that with your friends look after each other live love and we will connect tomorrow hey thanks again for listening to the daily walk podcast today hey if you remember if you have any questions reach out to us online at boulder.church and if you can help support us please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give Until next time, look after each other and live love.